0: Let's go, girls.
1: This is Jennifer Blome and Wendy Weiss Come on, on KTRS. KTRS! KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com.
0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Jennifer and Wendy Show on this Wednesday, January the 17th. It's kind of balmy out there. Good morning, Wendy. I don't know if I'd go straight (laughs) to balmy yet. We'll be when it hits 37. Yeah, 36, 37 degrees. We'll take it. Connor McCarthy is here. Good morning, Connor. Good morning. And the Royal Banks, Missouri text lines open 84126. we love to hear from you. That is your microphone. And if you happen to be a small business owner, we'll be checking in with Sarah Wetzel from the Director of Communications, Better Business Bureau office here in St. Louis. They do so much for business owners and customers, and so we'll chat with her. We'll also hear from Jay O'Brien, ABC News. All right, you two. We have big news. (laughs) Jennifer has big news. We sat down and watched True Detective Season 1, three episodes, and then... We wanted to see more, but it was time for bed. Yeah, fantastic. Right, and you're not oh. even.
2: She's not really on the launch pad yet, is she?
1: Uh, well, yeah, you didn't think so. I, I think it's good right from it's the back. It's a slow. But... It's a
2: slow burn. I mean, it's a
0: it's a slow burn, and then it's just whoosh. I don't want to read about the creator yet because mm. I don't oh, yeah. want to know what happens. But that writing. Those one-liners, I mean, it is fantastic. And don't you feel
2: like you're watching a movie, like cinematography-wise, yes. the way they shot it? It's yes. just
0: incredible. And when they shot it, which I think Mark said mm. was 2013 in New Orleans, his daughter, Alexa, was going to Tulane and met Woody Harrelson. And so Mark whips out a picture of his daughter. They played soccer together because Woody Harrelson was, I guess, playing soccer for fun. I'm not sure. But... um it is oh, this really, will be, really good.
2: This will really be fun to accompany you on your journey. <laughs> and I texted Connor yesterday afternoon at I don't even know when because I was 20 minutes into season four of True Detective. And I was just bouncing off the walls. I was so happy that it was so good. The one with Jodie Foster. Is Chris watching it with you? He's not. Um, he He might start. Right now he's kind of totally immersed in um just sports mm-hmm. in general right um and work but uh but yeah it is it's quite a franchise it's quite a franchise and i have not seen the finale of fargo did you watch it last night
1: uh no because it, it starts like late right i saw 17th right. which is today
2: right? oh okay so cuz i thought it said i don't know if I thought it's like it 17th it was at last... midnight or yeah i we we still can't figure out it's just always there when I go to it on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Um, does uh, I've been trying I've been trying so hard not to see anything on social media. I'm scrolling past mm-hmm. scrolling past everything.
0: Connor, in my opinion, is old school when it comes to one thing and that is TV shows that drop weekly. Is that happening with season four of True Detective or can you binge it?
1: uh it is dropping weekly, yep, it's on yeah. HBO yeah so. that's kind of cool. Yeah.
2: And Jodie Foster, because you and I have talked a lot about her recently, um, because of the press that she's getting with Niad and, uh, and now True Detective, to see her really in the, I think she is at the apex now in her 60s. She has never been better mm-hmm. than she is, I think, right now. And she only won, what? Two or three Academy Awards, like almost back to
0: back. back I love, yeah, I love seeing the CBS morning, uh, CBS Sunday Morning show with Jodie Foster because they showed all these clips from her movies throughout her career, and she is one old soul, or seemed like it when she was a child. And on the Royal Banks of Missouri Text Line, we're talking about the TV show True Detective. It's on Max. It's in its fourth in its fourth season now. But we just watched season one last night, which was shot, I believe, in two thousand thirteen.
2: Yes, um, it is. It has taken, as Connor pointed out, um,
0: there was a five year delay because of COVID, or or more, or more.
1: Um, yeah, they they're pretty slow with it. Yeah, so. they're very
2: slow with it. They take their time, like Fargo, like Fargo. Yeah, Fargo's mm-hmm. like that. Too. And I'm
0: way behind the ball on that one. I have to start watching that at some point. I never even saw the movie.
2: I loved one and two. Um, three, I wasn't crazy about. Four and five now um, I've loved. But three was the one with and McGregor, and that was the only that with, I did not like.
0: With a true detective, Connor? Can we skip right to season four? After season one, this TV show each season stands on its own?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's all on its own, so. Okay. You you could watch them out of order, probably, if you really wanted to.
0: That's good to know. Somebody says, why does Rotten Tomatoes have an audience score of 56% for True Detectives? You know, we're going to have to ask Lynn Denhouse about that. She is a Rotten Tomatoes critic. Mm Mm-hmm. And... It might I don't be, know. I've often wondered.
2: Would it be the rolling average of all of the, the productions that we have, that, that have been seen by audiences? I, I don't I don't know.
0: I'd love to know. So we'll make a note to ask Lynn Venhouse about that and see. I finally saw on social media what you were talking about, Wendy, about maximalism or English. English
2: country cottage or mm-hmm. en- English manor.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I realized how influenced I am. <laughs> I don't want to start collecting again, but you know, it makes me want to redecorate when I see things like that, and instead of going to the store and breaking the bank, you can go to Encore Consignment Gallery. Maybe you would like to you're thinking out with the out with the old and in with the new. Well, Encore Consignment Gallery can consign your gently used upscale furniture rugs artwork and accessories it's really easy just take photos of them and send them to photos at encore stl.net ronnie vinton is the new owner there are two showrooms he and his staff will contact you they'll discuss details they'll stage your items in one of their two showrooms and uh, you'll receive a nice check. It's also a great shopping experience. There are two different showrooms. The one in Kirkwood is on the corner of Manchester and Lindbergh. The showroom in Town and Country is in the Lamp and Lantern Village. They are huge. There's every style. And their brand names like Restoration Hardware, uh, Our House, really high-quality, upscale, gently-used pieces. So It's a great way to get a new look for not a lot of money. And if you need to consign, they are the go-to experts who can help you. Encore Consignment Gallery, Lamp and Lantern Village in town and country. The Kirkwood store at the corner of Manchester and Lindbergh. It's a way for you to redecorate without breaking the bank. And if you see it today, you can get it today. You don't have to wait months and months. Encore Consignment Gallery, stop in. And when you do, please tell them the Big 550 sent you. World Bank's Missouri text lines open eight four one two six. What is the funniest electronic billboard you have seen on the highway? Hope you enjoy it. Because the U.S. Federal Highway Administration has given states two years to implement some new changes. They released a one thousand one hundred page manual last month with rules that spell out how signs and other traffic control devices are regulated. So they're outlawing, banning electronic signs with obscure meanings, references to pop culture, or those that are funny. They'll be banned by 2026. An
2: example of a clever sign spotted in Massachusetts was use yablinka. Use yablinka, which I suppose is a reference to the accent
0: accent. Oh yes,
2: Massachusetts yes. residents and from Ohio visiting in-laws,
0: slow down, get there late.
2: Yeah, and I I have been the I've been the party pooper on Donnybrook when it comes to these signs before because I don't want my information coming from the state with a side of funny. Mm-hmm. I just want it really black and white. I don't, you know, I just don't want it to be I don't want I don't want highway department employees poring over electronic signs and deciding whether it gets one banana or two banana or – you know what I mean? Or what so, about
0: those big mm. billboards? There's one on the way out west for a Brazilian butt lift, and there's a huge billboard of a woman's naked behind. And it what? used to be like when there were drive-in theaters right off the highway. Yes. And it was – uh you know something that was maybe took intimate drivers, in nature yes took driver's attention away from the road cuz they're looking at the movie and have a car crash well and um
2: so yeah do you do you all have a problem with these funny message boards the the funny electronic message boards or am i just being the buzzkill um, I also, as long as we're just airing this this dirty laundry, <laughs> I also have a real problem. Um, as, as deeply as I feel for the people who put them up, I have a real problem with memorializing people who died on the side of the highway. Because I have found in the past that if I am driving past one of those memorial sites, then... I run the risk of being hit because I'm going to s- I'm going to slow down. I'm going to read it, try to figure it out. I might even look on my phone to try to figure out what what happened and and how how long ago it happened. Uh but yeah, I just I think that is um I'm I'm really glad that they're addressing that. And I'm I'm sorry if that makes
0: me Well, people in general and I'll include myself in this, have a problem with distraction and focus. And if you're ever at a red light, all you have to do is look around at the other drivers or even if you're on the highway. But, you know, people are on their phones while they're driving, while they're at a red light. They're not turning when they should. We don't need any more distractions, do no, we? No, I
2: agree. I, from the 314, I understand the point you're making, but I only pay attention to and remember the ones that are funny. Um, separate 314 text, the humorous highway signs catch your attention just for an instant and are read where a normal sign language you would probably ignore. So I think they're great. And and yeah, I mean, to to each his own, um, to each his own. But it looks like the federal government is
0: putting their funny bone down. A representative um Republican from arizona said he didn't understand the fuss he goes why are you trying to have the federal government come in and tell us what we can do in our own state they should focus on other stuff but our listeners seem to they like it like it
2: yeah i'm a stick in the mud and that's fine that's probably the nicest thing i'll be called today there's nothing wrong with a little humor i just don't want it coming from the state about highway conditions just tell me what to
0: do Mm -hmm. did you read this one about my grandson no is learning to drive, and I often say, "Ignore that billboard, keep your eyes on the road." There you go.
2: there you go, another
0: stick in the mud. I mean, that's all look well, I don't want to get started on it. I spent so many decades behind a news desk looking at video over and over again of all different car crashes yeah and a friend of mine, Joe Eichmeyer from Channel Five, who got that video before it was edited, said it changed the way he drove on the highway because every day he would get video and have to edit out the parts that we didn't want you at home to see about these car crashes one after another.
2: From the 314, I too do not care for the memorial crosses on the side of the highway. They're not maintained very well. MoDOT cannot cut the hillside with those, and it's just gotten a little little old, I'm sorry to say. I didn't even think about that Mm -hmm. because you can't. It, they, they're they're not in. They don't have the uh, uh, you know they don't have the luxury of time. Modot to go and pick all yes. of these things up and then replace them once you've taken care of the 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 ground on the side of the road. You, I know those so.
0: people working for Modot and in Illinois as well are such hard workers and they they have uh, they have enough to do. <laughs> Mary Lynn's text is funny. It is is
2: funny. She's telling us what they're saying on the electronic billboards instead of what they want to say.
0: (laughs) And we think you're probably correct, Marilyn. Marilyn, Yeah, so maybe humor is a good thing. Uh, Just a reminder, here on the Big 550, every Saturday at 3 and every other Sunday at 7, you can listen to Keep What's Yours. And that is a radio show about money hosted by Jeff Zufall of Capital Advisory Group and Josh Gilbert from the Heidi Glau show. It is mid-January, mid-April is tax filing time, and they can help you with that. The show is called Keep What's Yours, also the name of a book that Jeff Zufall wrote. And it's all about keeping more of your hard earned money in your pocket not giving it to Uncle Sam. There's so many things you can deduct legally, and Jeff and his staff keep you up to date on that because it does change every year or two. They also will stick with you through the year if you become a client so that when tax filing season rolls around, you'll be well prepared. And one of you asked us on a Rural Banks, Missouri tax line if they have an accounting division. Yes, they do. So they can do all of it for you. 636 394 5524 That's 636-394-5524. You can look them up online, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Or listen in to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall and Josh Gilbert every Saturday at 3, every other Sunday at 7 a.m. right here on The Big 550. The Jennifer and Wendy Show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, around this time of year, a lot of us are making New Year's resolutions and then you give up or you become obsessed with it and you make more and more and more. And maybe you should just kind of focus in on one or two things. Maybe there are relationships in your life that you'd like to be better and you know you want to work on that. What we appreciate so much about BetterHelp
2: is that it is entirely online. They have removed every obstacle by being convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not the other way around.
0: And we've heard from so many of you looking for therapists that you had to wait months and months, or maybe you live in a rural area and there are none in your area. BetterHelp is there to help you with that. Therapy can help you find your strengths. You can ditch those extreme resolutions and just make some small changes that will really stick, maybe your coping skills, just to get you through the day-to-day activities of living.
2: All you do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's how easy they make it. And you can switch therapists if something's not working for you at any time for
0: no additional fee. And you don't even have to tell the therapist you're working with. You just finish your session. You go back online. You request a new one. You're sent new profiles. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com dot com slash j and w today and you'll get ten percent off your first month that's better help h e l p
2: dot com slash j and w
0: During the watching of a TV show, there's so many songs that come up and I wish I knew what they were. And then when you're streaming online, it's sometimes hard to see all the credits afterwards. I sit there for the open and like to watch the open. Mark would skip through it and I like to see the credits. But unlike a movie, it's sometimes hard to see them when you're streaming because it goes right to the next episode.
2: Yeah, well, I found that with Lupin, I would have to It is the credits would be so fast. That I would have to just stop it. Right. And sometimes I would even have to take a screenshot. That's how <laughs> obsessive.
0: Well, don't they some know there are people who like be. the credits?
2: I think so. I mean, I know we're not alone when we. I mean, Chris is always kind of telling me, to, all right, Miss Daisy, hurry up, hurry up when we're at a movie theater, if I want to see till the bitter end, because you never know. And what does Best Boy do? That's a position, Best Boy. I it is, but I think it's an electronic. It's like Gaffer. I think it is eight four one two six. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, but I thought Best Boy because it sounds, it sounds politically, like, incorrect. It sounds really politically <laughs> incorrect. But yeah, we are still taking your text on the electronic haha road signs. I feel the same way about the I, I feel the same way about the um the electronic road signs as I do about the Department of Revenue. I don't mm-hmm. want any humor from don't you. Mess with if, me. you wanna, if you want to if you want to mess with
0: my money. <laughs> right. If you
2: want to if if you want to be humorous, find an open mic night, right? <laughs> but I I want my I want all of my tax information. I want all of my information from the highway patrol or the highway not the highway patrol because they don't mess around. But the highway department, um, I don't want you to be funny. And I don't, you know.
0: Is Shazam is the Shazam app free? I used to have it. And I don't I have, still it anymore. have it. I thought it was
2: free to download.
1: Uh yeah, I believe it's still around. It's still I free.
2: Get it again. Mine
0: stopped working, which I assure you <laughs> was user error.
2: Um, from the three one four, somebody was asking uh, about the song. It is from True Detective season one. It is mm-hmm. T Bone Burnett. Um. Oh, Mike from accounting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Mike from accounting. <laughs> he comes
2: through with a. He comes through with a
0: giggle. See, he couldn't work for the highway department. My he's mom too. always told me I'm the best boy. He's I've forgotten boy. if Mike from accounting has siblings. I can't remember. My. Mother used to let each one of us stay home from school. We would choose a day, and she would say, "Don't tell your father." And then she would say, "You are my favorite," which isn't, you know. I am sure she said it to each kid. And years later, my father said, "Of course, I knew." <laughs> now that <laughs> none was, of you told me, but I knew that was that was such an
2: interesting passage in Pat Conroy's. Prince of Tides. Um, the mother would tell the children that you're my favorite. Did that alter? Did that change your relationship with your mother? I never did that. I never would do that. I well, don't judge I don't judge anybody who does. My mother never did that. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about that, by the way, 84126, while you're driving down the highway looking at electronic signs?
0: <laughs> None of us ever told. I didn't tell my siblings. Guess what? I'm smoke's favorite. Ha 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 And then of because course Jim I thought would it was say, a secret, and uh, so nobody ever told. Wow. We knew. We each got to play hooky, one day from school. That's really. And spend the day with our mom. That's really sweet. Uh, go to the MSHP Facebook page. Uh, the Missouri Highway State Patrol, Highway Patrol. The Highway Patrol can be funny too, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, especially on the Facebook page or the sure. TSA. Somebody was saying go to the TSA uh, website, Twitter account for light hearted commentary well, on forbidden see, items.
2: But TSA, if you start to if you start to use your funny bone in no. line
0: <laughs> yeah, they you're don't like gonna
2: it. be your neck is gonna be snapped <laughs> in half or you're going to wish that you had never gotten in line. Um Apple bought Shazam years ago, so it is free. Okay.
0: Um, Well, I don't know why mine stopped working. I'll have to try it again.
2: People do love these road signs. I love the clever road signs from the 636. (coughs) Okay, well. Yeah, Yeah, okay. The cheese stands alone. And that's that's fine. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very intrigued, speaking of the cheese stands alone, I was very intrigued by McGraw's arguments regarding electric cars this morning because of the the incredibly dangerous wind chills and how it is starting a a real chain reaction if you will to um for the for the people who have invested and he's talking about how the infrastructure isn't it's just
0: not not there not where it needs to be and i've seen so many news stories about people having trouble charging yes. their batteries in this extreme cold which we hardly ever get
2: yeah so that just reminded me when it comes to um, the the highway and the state
0: of the highway. Best Boy is the assistant to the key grip who is the top electrician on the movie set. And
2: just out of curiosity, 618, are you, are you aware of how those titles came to be? Because I'm like Jennifer, Best Boy. I'd love to know. Can you imagine Best Girl today? <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to go over very well. That is not Well, and the whole off.
0: thing about intimacy coaches on set is also very interesting. When two actors have to get naked and they're in bed, and there's an intimacy coach, you know, <laughs> it's so funny.
2: What sites are you on? When
0: you leave? Well, CBS Sunday Morning did interviewed an intimacy coach. They did. They're on movie sets well, now to make was, sure
2: there's no oh funny business, right? Okay. Well, but how do you the, get that job? I mean,
0: yeah, exactly. is it a psychologist or a movie person? I, I don't know.
2: Um, or Parno. I mean, you're almost like, you know, I'm sure that in some some areas that you would want somebody with some kind of an experience.
0: Who knows? I mean, uh, apparently that is a job now on many, many movie sets. Well, and it was, I don't know if you remember the
2: Stanley Kubrick um Movie Eyes Wide Shut, starring Tom Cruise and Nicole That's Kidman. Right, much was made of the fact that they needed an intimacy coach as a as 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 you know they needed somebody like that on the set to help create some fire, and a great deal of ink was spilled on that particular issue.
0: I know I've saw that movie. But I. Did you? See, I did I thought not. thought it was really boring. Yeah. I, I think it was one of those movies that I, I watched because of all the press about it and uh-uh. I fast forwarded. I, I can't really remember. You
2: know, the one that the girls and I are absolutely dying to see and it does not drop until January 31st is the latest Ryan Murphy feud series Truman Capote versus the Black Swans. Or the black swans, or the swans, or whatever that might just be the name of the movie that tumbled out of my my brain. But uh, it might just be the swans, uh, hmm. a group of very powerful women in New York's social uh, world. And ooh, that sounds good. Yes, it's gonna it's gonna be on FX uh, January thirty first.
0: But that looks amazing. Oh, that sounds fantastic. A friend of mine, or rather my cousin, is coming to town uh, because she's already signed up for the Tuscany trip, September the 4th. When my cousin from Maryland went on the France trip, she came by herself. She's been a widow for eight years. She met three other widows. It only took a day for them all to call themselves the merry widows. And they had a blast. And they've already signed up for our September 4th trip as we discover spectacular Tuscany with Colette and Altair. We're having a party about it January 30th at 6 p.m. in the Altair Travel Living Room. All you have to do is call 314-968-9600 and reserve your spot. And here's what we're doing. We'll unpack just once for a leisurely seven-night hotel stay in a beautiful resort and spa. We'll enjoy fabulous local wines. What a surprise. Fantastic cuisine. We'll go to vineyards and farms, explore Florence and Pisa. There's a Tuscan cooking class. We'll see how they make their famous pecorino cheese. Colette and Altair handle all the details, the flights, the meals, hotels, sightseeing, local experiences. So your only job is to have fun. And if you're traveling alone like my cousin did, you will make some new friends for life. So don't miss out. Join me and the folks from Colette and Altair to learn more. On January the 30th, 6 p.m., the Altair Travel Living Room, RSVP, by calling our friends at Altair Travel, 314-968-9600. You can ask for Lori or Maeve or anyone. Just say you want to learn about Tuscany and you'd like to come to the party on January 30th at 6 p.m. Or go to KTRS.com to learn more. Can you imagine breaking up with your partner because of politics? This
2: happens. Yes, it it does happen. And there was a a story out of Champaign, Illinois. As U.S. politics continue to heat up ahead of the 2024 presidential election, researchers from the University of Illinois, Champaign-Urbana, are offering a peek into the struggles of American couples with opposing political viewpoints. American politics have been extremely polarizing for quite some time, uh, Republicans and Democrats, whether on Capitol Hill itself or on social media, appear incapable of civil interaction on a disturbingly frequent basis. Now, researchers say the biggest trigger for political fights between romantic partners is news media coverage. And if you know of someone who has had a relationship go south, please text us and let us know. I mean, just. Anecdotally, we don't need any specifics, but um, I know of one couple who I believe they split up because of President Trump, Um, which I know that seems odd. But I do think that where there were divisions before along party lines, when he calls people names, Mm -hmm. as he did, Ron DeSanctimonious or... Nikki, Nerdarla, whatever it was he was calling her after the Iowa caucuses. When you have a president who is actually name-calling, that takes us to an entirely different level. And so I could see where that would have an impact on couples.
0: I guess. I mean, his latest court thing with Gene Carroll, uh, who accused him of rape and— was paid money and now it's going back to court because he ruined her reputation. You know, I guess when it comes to things like that, if then the member of the couple feels like, well, the president's doing that or people feel that, so it's okay for me to do it. know, yes. is it?
2: You know, isn't that sort of like, doesn't that take you back to being a child and yes. the Brooklyn Bridge argument that your parents always uh-huh. gave you? If all of your friends jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge Would you do that, too?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of the government, (laughs) will it shut down? Let's check in with Jay O'Brien, ABC News correspondent from Washington, uh, to tell us more about this stopgap bill. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for joining us on the Jennifer and Wendy Show.
3: Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: So tell us what's happening and what has Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on the floor yesterday?
3: Yeah, so this is – remember, this is just the high level of this, is it's another temporary bill, the third in this Congress, to kick the can down the road, keep the federal government funded for a little bit more time while lawmakers hammer out how to fully fund the federal government and actually pass the bills that are supposed to keep the government open, not just a temporary kind of measure. So this is a CR, continuing resolution, that extends government funding into two deadlines in early March. It gives Speaker Johnson and Chuck Schumer, who you just mentioned, time to pass this deal that they struck earlier in the month that would fully fund the federal government with about uh, $1.6 trillion, et cetera, et cetera. So passing this continuing resolution is the first step to averting a government shutdown. It's not going to be easy. Nothing in Congress is easy, as you guys know. Um, it has to pass in the Senate, and that means everybody has to get on board with it and also get on board with doing it quickly in the Senate. If just one senator wants to hold up something, they can. We saw that, for instance, with Tommy Tuberville and the military nominations. So if somebody wants to come out against this, they could really delay this vote potentially into the weekend. And then, of course, it has to pass in the House where hardline conservatives have already said they do not support it because they do not want to do a temporary funding measure um, like this. And so Johnson's going to have to turn to Democrats to get it over the goal line.
2: Do those hardline conservatives, uh, is there any way to tell Jay how much support uh, they are getting from from people in the aggregate or uh, are they just pretty much islands right now in uh, in the Beltway area?
3: I mean, that's kind of a hard bell to read, I could tell you here on Capitol Hill their numbers are relatively strong. I mean, it's strong for the slim House majority. Remember, it's 200 and some change that that Republicans control the House with. And so when you have a block of 30, like the House Freedom Caucus, potentially a block of even more than that, because there are some non-Freedom Caucus folks that also don't want to do another temporary government funding measure, that's pretty significant when you're Speaker Mike Johnson, right? You, that's a, those are votes you can't afford to lose. And that's why he's going to have to offset the vast majority of, the, of those votes with Democrats and probably do this under what's called suspension of the rules, meaning that they don't go through the normal procedure in passing this, because if they go through the normal procedure, there are just too many uh, potholes that Republicans who oppose this measure in the House could create to delay this and possibly not even have this kind of vote. So he's going to also need Democrats to do this under what's called suspension of the rules. So, look, they are very much... Feeling here on Capitol Hill like a government shutdown has been averted just because there is a deal in the first place. But now you've got to do the legislative messing around to get this over the goal line, and there are always potholes there.
0: Mm. You know, Jay, I've been uh, amazed if I'm in a courtroom and watching two different lawyers battle it out, and then you leave the courtroom for a break and they're chatting amicably. So when these senators from opposite sides of the aisle are leaving work, do you ever? Uh, observe them when they're not on camera, and are they chatting amicably? Is is such a thing? And and wasn't possible? <laughs> and wasn't
2: there a story along those lines regarding Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell?
3: Yeah, and the Senate is much more of a bipartisan, clubby-ish atmosphere than the House is, mm-hmm. and even let's say even less than five years ago, maybe five years ago, the Senate was even more of that kind of atmosphere. But the Senate, you know, everybody's there for seven years, and they tend to get to know each other, and they get along. And it's a smaller organization, right? There's only 100 senators. And so that's a little bit more of a bipartisan atmosphere where you have that kind of back-slapping and those friendships that go across the aisle. In the House— where the bomb throwers tend to reside. Uh, there are some relationships like that that cut across the aisle. There's a Democrat and Republican from Colorado, for instance, Ken Buck, who you might have heard of, Republican, and Joe Goose, who are friends, and they catch flights together. That's one example that comes to mind. But the House is far more partisan and far more divided than the Senate is.
0: Interesting. Jay O'Brien, ABC News correspondent from Washington. Thank you for joining us here in St. Louis. Thank you. You know, my cousin's coming to town next week, and I asked her if she was 65. I should know this. And if she had silver sneakers. And she said, yeah, I just turned 65, so I have Medicare. Because if she has silver sneakers, she can go to the gym with me for free. And this is just one of the benefits when you hit 65 and you get Medicare. There are some programs that give you free gym memberships to a whole bunch of different gyms. And Ryan Raphael can help you with this. A few months before you turn 65, contact Ryan Raphael. He is the Medicare man, the owner of Senior Insurance Benefits, and he specializes in Medicare plans in five different states, including Missouri and Illinois. And there are all kinds of questions you'll have. What are supplements, advantage plans, which offer dental and vision, what's Part D prescription. Ryan can explain all of it to you. He has an office in St. Charles. You sit down with him for about an hour. And he'll look at the health care plan you have now. You might still be working or you might be about to retire. doesn't matter. And he'll compare that to the healthcare plans available to you through Medicare. He's an expert, he's been doing it for a long time, and then once you get that plan in the years to come, you'll have the opportunity to change as well, and Ryan can help you there too. Give Ryan Raphael a call, 314-368-6808. That's 314-368-6808. Or you can visit him online, medicaremenstl.com. He just makes it so easy, and we've heard from so many of you on the Royal Bank's, Missouri text line about what a happy experience it has been. so after you meet with Ryan, do let us know. Looks like you all do know people who uh, are on opposite sides of the political aisle, and it's difficult for them to get together. My two sisters can't talk to their husbands, says someone from the three one four because of their opposing political views.
2: yeah that would um, that would be difficult.
0: Yeah, I don't know what, what happened to people's, well, I don't know, maybe it's not the right time to have a sense of humor.
2: And then um, on the 314, depending on the situation, political differences go as far as major moral differences. Once upon a time,
0: I would have said that is true. I'm not so sure anymore. But, but I, I often want to ask this question, why do people like Donald Trump and why do they want him for president? I, I don't think it's a, about his character, right? It's I don't. Not that they like him? I don't know. I think, I'd like to hear from you, 84126. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, and I think we've all been perplexed by the traction that he has enjoyed since he burst on the political scene with the evangelicals. Um, and I'm not, you know, because morally there are some red flags that would come up with anybody. It, with with anybody not just evangelicals but i know that those questions have been asked and maybe it has to do with the sin is separating the sin from the sinner i i'm not sure but there are so many inconsistencies mm-hmm. when it comes to this this campaign and i just thought that the um i, I thought the relationship uh aspect of it it's if if it's your relationship is it is fascinating If your relationship is already in trouble because of Donald Trump, I don't think it's going to—talk about therapy. I would call BetterHelp immediately.
0: Immediately. We are coming up on top of the hour news with Jim Fairchild and more from ABC. We'll be back with the second hour of the Jennifer and Wendy Show on this Wednesday. This is The Big 550, KTRS, St. Louis.
1: This is Jennifer Blom and Wendy Weese on KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com.
0: There you go, people. It's Wednesday. It's not and the there's usual. the gospel version. I, I
1: thought it was Tuesday. <laughs> that you love so it's much. Thro- the, the day off. It threw me off. <laughs> uh, well,
0: Gunner. The people who don't like the Wednesday version are loving you They're right now. They're yeah. kissing you on your I cheeks. I believe
1: Mike from accounting is one of them. Uh, is I'm, he? I'm sorry a- to say. Yes, oh, he is. I thought
0: I thought that he's he's actually, he was a fan of that. He's
1: actually paying me under the table <laughs> is he to not play it.
0: I believe he did say he'd slip Connor money not I think to play he, it. I think he did, too. I think he did, too. Oh, well, my goodness. Your comments are coming in. On the World Bank's Missouri text line eight four one two six, and somebody said, "I'm not interested in a nice guy for president." And we were just wondering why people do want Donald Trump, and we're getting your reasons. And
2: we we always we always approach this respectfully mm-hmm. because we 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 respect your opinion. Uh, we think that everybody has a right to be viewed as wrong by their fellow citizens. That's that's part of this, this
0: great country that we live in. 618, I support Trump for policies such as pro-legal, not illegal, immigration, pro-life, economy, support of police. I tell people to vote policies not for the person. Thank you. From the 618, why
2: don't you ladies ever talk about the left like you do the right? Hillary called hardworking people deplorables. Kamala and Joe saying the southern border is secure
0: that is a joke. Um, well, and what we are saying is that we don't understand. I I mean I won't I won't include you in this Wendy unless I'm sure. But why why would Joe Biden run again at his age? Why didn't he plan ahead? The whole party have somebody else there ready to go who was younger.
2: I, and I don't because you would you would think at least that the conversations would be bubbling up into the headlines, into the, you know, the sources say, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You don't hear anything like that. And the other thing that I have heard discussed anecdotally is, where is Joe Biden's wife, Dr. Jill Biden, on this? When you, as as the spouse, you can clearly see that cognitively, And the Internet is filled with audio examples and video examples. So why would the spouse be so reluctant to say, hey, sweetheart, you have had a great run, but we owe it to the country to put up a candidate who is going to make it easier for people to vote for our side? I I don't know.
0: And then there's what is referred to as emotional intelligence, the ability to recognize and regulate your own emotions Mm -hmm. and recognize emotions of people around you or or understand them. But just a modicum of self-awareness or self-regulation, it may be empathy or just social skills, you know, on the part of somebody in power. The regulation of their own emotions, you would think that would be it always a has. prerequisite for it the always job. Mm-hmm. It always has
2: been. It always has been. the fact that Donald Trump doesn't have any problem calling people names, saying outrageous things, um, I think that it that makes him more
0: attractive to some people. To some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the three one four, people who support Donald Trump feel he is a maverick and anti-government, and the common person thinks he is by their side. Uh, from the six one eight, the only thing Nikki Haley got right on Monday night was that both Biden and Trump are too old to be president. And pe- from the three one four, people are tired of politicians. I mean, so, and this is you know this
2: is the other this is the the other sort of part, I mean, this is the part of this that, that we do struggle with. Do you believe that what happened on January 6th, would you define it as, as an insurrection? Or would you define it in another way? Um, How do you define it? Yeah, let us know. I think that, you know, you never hear people, even people who support Trump, um defend what happened that day. So I just would I would just love to know if, if people who are listening, and we always as we say we do this respectfully, uh we hope that you will be respectful in return. But if the people listening is that something that you would
0: refer to as an insurrection or was it something else? And then there's the issue of cognitive decline. I I don't consider myself an ageist, but I can't imagine difficult that job is and both of them are up in years and facing another four years i, I don't know
2: just the um the physical demands just the physical demands alone right of this job mm-hmm. they're impossible for for us to relate to
0: um keep those comments coming World Banks, Missouri, text line 84126. And uh, we're happy to hear more of your comments about the upcoming election or anything, if you want to keep it lighter as well. It's your microphone. And we call this Crash Helmet Radio for a reason. For a reason. We can and do focus, but we're fine with taking a sharp left turn at any time. <laughs> That's exactly right.
2: And I'll tell you, uh, there is a huge news story today because Miller Furniture has extended their new year new room no tax sale. That is huge. And here's here's the here's what's really huge. It has been extended exclusively for KTRS listeners. You can save on millions of dollars of inventory until January 21st. And Jennifer and I have both had experience with Miller Furniture. We are over the moon uh, with the furniture, with the product, and absolutely over the moon, with the staff and with their support, and keeping you in the loop and the the constant communication when will your order be on a truck, when will it be in your driveway? When will it be in your home? Miller Furniture is a fourth-generation family-owned business, and it shows. I mean, frankly, it just shows. Uh, they have their flagship location located in Belleville, Illinois. They have their location in Lake St. Louis. You always can see it right off the highway there at the Meadows Shopping Center. Ellisville, right off of Manchester Road. And their new second Metro East location, That is in Fairview Heights. But please remember uh, that the sale that was supposed to expire yesterday is being extended until January 21st. But exclusively for KTRS listeners, that is a great, great thing. They have dozens of new collections on display. If you've been waiting to buy that new furniture, wait no more. Visit millerfurniture.com to see their selection and to learn more. It's M U E L L E R furniture.com. You will love doing business with Miller Furniture. Well, as we keep telling you, it is 2024 and if it has been a while since you have seen the dentist, uh, may we suggest making an appointment with Baldwin Dental Care? Baldwin dental care they are the official dental care team of the jennifer and wendy show we absolutely love them i will forever be indebted to jennifer for introducing me to them because like jennifer my dentist decided to retire after 30 plus years and uh we miss him i certainly miss him Uh, but we have been so happy with the the care that we have received at Baldwin dental care Because once you reach a certain age, you are guaranteed to have things that will need to be taken care of in a dentist's office. And you want to be comfortable with the dentist. You don't want to have any anxiety. And that is the design of Baldwin Dental Care. They have been serving the community for almost 50 years. They do everything they can to remove anxiety because they have, they have even Saturday and evening hours to make things easier. They have plenty of parking. You're not going to be, you know, playing the, uh, the parking game in a giant parking garage, making you even later for an appointment. That is never a problem. Google them, BaldwinDentalCare.com. The phone number is 636-227-2552. And please be sure to tell them that the girls sent you.
1: Jennifer and Wendy, Song of the Day. Some people want to with silly love songs.
0: On the Big 550.
1: KTRS. In
0: 1981, the Rolling Stones had this hit song, Start Me Up. Everybody remembers it and loves it and... Uh, the song sort of languished for a while. It's from their tattoo album. It, w- it was off the radar. And then in 1995, along came Microsoft, which paid $3 million to license the song for a commercial, promoting its new operating system, Windows 95, with a start button on the main screen. I mean, today, would we see any such hysteria over an operating system? No. no. But it not. was 1995, it, and the Windows operating system was greeted with a fervor that we haven't seen in days since but here is our song of the day start me up by the rolling stones but I was a Beatles person. I just wasn't that interested in them. And when people saw their PCs crash and, you know, you get the blue screen of death, they could identify with the line, you make a grown man cry. But there are quite a few songs that were revived because of TV commercials. I'm sure you remember some of them. I do indeed. I do indeed. Um, What,
2: I mean, why why do they just, when you're trying to recall a few of those songs, why do they just fly right out of... it? <laughs> it's, it's like... And then, you know what will happen? We'll be driving home. I know. And we'll just blurt out, oh, yes, this. I know. That or the other thing. Um, because Chris and I will play this game at home. How much did they make for releasing the rights to that kind of... Because that's, that's mm. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That is a great deal of
0: money. And, you know, I was at a Christmas party in our building, and one of my neighbors... Husbands mentioned that she used to own a furniture store in Maplewood, and I thought about it. This was in December. Then I'm driving home this month from work one day, and and Intagliata pops into my mind for no apparent reason. So that's how our mind works sometimes. We remember later. Here's our quote of the day. Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. William James. Oh, I love
2: that. I love that. And you know what? That's what they do at the St. Louis Symphony right? Yes, they do. Because they do make a difference. And what you have to love about the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, whether it is the heat of summer, uh, they have these fabulous outdoor concerts in the park, or whether it is the deep freeze of winter, uh, they have announced details of their late January and February concerts at six venues throughout the region. This is a this is a symphony that loves their audience. The concerts will include classical and choral favorites, acclaimed guest artists, chamber music concerts, celebration of course of the Lunar New Year and Black History Month that's coming up in February, and a concert that's tailored for children ages 3 to 6 and their families. And the tickets are on sale. They may be purchased at the box office, of course, or call 314-534-1700. That's 314-534-1700. Audiences can attend a pre-concert conversation, an engaging discussion about the music and the artist on the program one hour prior to each classical concert. St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, slso.org.
0: Welcome back to the Jennifer and Wendy Show. KTRS is a small business, and so are most of our advertisers. And if you are a small business owner and you need some help, check out the Better Business Bureau. We are joined online by Sarah Wetzel from the Better Business Bureau in uh, St. Louis and Missouri. Sarah, thank you for joining us.
4: Thank you so much for this opportunity.
0: Now, I know the Better Business Bureau helps consumers and businesses. How do you help consumers?
4: Well, we have such a great array of things that we offer both businesses and consumers, and we just really encourage people in this new year to really take advantage of what we have on our website at BBB.org. For consumers, our main goal is just to educate them and to realize what we do for businesses. We vet them, so whenever you're looking to do business with any kind of company, we encourage you to come to our website, check out the business profiles, and if they're an accredited business, know that we've vetted them. Um, They've at least been in business for six months. They're a trustworthy business, and that gives you a peace of mind. Uh, we know that money's tight and things are hard, and so whenever you are doing business with somebody, you can have that peace of mind knowing that you're doing it with a trustworthy business.
2: Sarah, when it comes to social media, I think a lot of small businesses sort of think of that as just one more list of, of on their things, of, uh, things to take care of and things to do, but the Better Business Bureau, you are really capitalizing on social media, aren't you, in terms of educating uh, the consumers out there and making the most
3: of it?
4: Yeah, on our social media, you can always find great things. And what's really great, too, is in addition to social media, if you're an accredited business, that business profile is kind of a little, you know, social media, it gives you a little snapshot of your company, what you're about. Um, So it's just a really great opportunity for businesses to align with Better Business Bureau to really get their name out there. Um, We know that it can be tough, and by aligning with the Better Business Bureau, uh, it's just showing your customers uh, that you are a trustworthy, ethical business.
0: Sarah, I have some friends who gave a contractor $5000 to redo their kitchen and they thought they were dealing with someone reputable and guess what? That contractor disappeared. What could consumers in that situation get help with from the BBB? Can you help them yeah. or is it too late?
4: Absolutely. No, it's if- If that does happen, unfortunately, you know, obviously, we want to try and catch it on the front end. And that's why we do tell people to look at that company before you do business with them. Because if they would have looked, they could have looked and see if there was complaints against that business. We have customer reviews. And that way, you kind of know who you're doing business with. But unfortunately, we hear a lot of that. And so we have what's called dispute resolution, you can come and file a complaint. And we do everything we can to connect you with that business. Last year, we had about an 84% resolution rate. So it's something that we hold very high, you know, we, we want it to, people to realize that this is very important to us and we do try everything we can to try to find that middle ground for the consumer and the business. You know, nobody's perfect, but the, the main thing is, is, is trying to make it right and we try to be that middle ground to connect those two and make it right for both parties.
2: Uh, Sarah, when it comes to s- seasonal scams, I know that sounds, it sounds strange, but what season are we in right now? <laughs> And what do people need to be aware of?
4: Yeah, well, you know, so it's the new year. So, we, you know, we talk a lot about people having resolutions and, and what to look out for. So, you know, we kind of kicked off of resolutions for a fraud-free new year, right? You want to be careful and make sure you're researching things before you buy online. That's where we see a lot of scams is fake websites. Scammers love fake websites because they're able to put it up, take some money from people, and then they take it down before they get caught. So, you know, just being careful whenever you're searching online. Uh, we know that people are going to be looking for jobs, you know, and, and we want people to be safe when they I do that because we're hearing more about employment scams. Um, and then banking smart online cryptocurrency is this kind of mysterious thing, but we're starting to hear more and more scams when it comes to that. Um, So just being careful with that. We encourage people in the new year to, you know, to take a look at their computer make sure they have all the virus software, everything downloaded, you know, to keep their information safe on there. And then we always just say you resolve to review a local business and that's where it comes back to the Better Business Bureau. So we're really just kind of trying to get consumers to get on board with with those tips for the new year. And then, you know, pretty soon it's going to be Valentine's day. We hear a lot about romance scams. Uh, So just always just being aware and empowering yourself and, 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 and reading about things to empower yourself as a consumer.
0: Sarah, did I hear you say crystal currency? Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Okay, that's what yes. people really need to be aware of. Yeah,
4: okay. because, yeah it's, it's not regulated as, you know, by the FDIC. And so it's just people, you know, hear these things, see these things online, and they're not doing their research, and they end up losing a lot of money with it.
0: And how does the Better Business Bureau get involved with the community and students, the next generation of our small business leaders?
4: Yeah. Well, I am so happy to say that I get to go to um, high schools and talk about ethics because, you know, these students, they are our future. And, and that's what I tell them. You're our future employees. You're our future business owners. And so we go and talk to them about you know, how to lead an ethical life and how it really starts now in high school. Start making ethical choices now and you'll make ethical choices as an adult too. And one great thing about the Better Business Hero that I love is that we also give back to these students. Each year we hold an annual torch awards and we give two $2,500 scholarships. So, you know, I go and talk to them about ethics and then I let them know about that great scholarship too.
0: And what about the warnings that the Better Business Bureau issues? What does it take for mm-hmm. you to put one of those out, and what kind of feedback do you get from those warnings?
4: Sure. Well, we're always looking at our database to see what consumers are telling us. And so if there are if there is a business that we're seeing an uptick in their complaints and they're not answering the complaints, consumers are losing a lot of money. We do our research and we get a warning together and we put that out to the community and just let them know if you're going to do business with this company, use caution because we're hearing about consumers having you know not the best experience with them. They're losing money. They're not doing what they say they're going to. And so it. that that type of information is what consumers really like to because they do want to feel protected and that's what the better business bureau is here for
0: and sarah how does a small business become bbb accredited
4: yeah and so you can do that by going to our website at BBB.org. You can call us at 314-645-3300. We have representatives that are, would be more than happy to give you any information about that. And, you know, they're really, like I said before, it's just giving your customers a peace of mind, knowing that you're committed to ethical and fair practices, that you have aligned with the Better Business Bureau, that if there's a problem, you commit to making it right.
0: Well, Sarah Wetzel from the Better Business Bureau. Thank you for joining us so much again. You can go to bbb.org or you can call 314-645-3300. That's the BBB, which is the sign of a better business. Sarah Wetzel, thank you. Until next time, take care. Thank you, Sarah. Yes, thank you so much. Thank- and we'll be back. You know, the time may come and this happened with both Wendy and myself when you need to think about the next step for your parents and This can be a real challenge. But the absolute best in the business of senior living communities is McKnight Place Assisted Living.
2: At McKnight Place, they make people a priority. Uh, They have become known for high quality amenities, personalized services and expert care. But it's history of making people a priority and helping them build happy lives and becoming part of the McKnight Place community and and really making friends and enjoying this stage of their lives. Uh, That is top, top, top priority with McKnight Place. And not only does
0: it start with the residents, it extends to their loved ones. The food is good, too. And, you know, seriously, (laughs) I have some friends who are older adults, and it seems like at that point in life, uh, people worry about keeping weight on. They have restaurant-style gourmet meals at Bank Night Place assisted living and memory care prepared by award-winning chef John Morales. Uh, And in addition to having the delicious meals, it's a chance to socialize their daily happy hours at four o'clock with appetizers and drinks and live entertainment four times a week. And so that really encourages people to come out of their apartment and get to know the other people who live there and keep up those social connections, which are so important for our brain health.
2: They really want to invite you to explore more about McKnight Place. They are also so happy to send you more information. You can even join their waiting list so you don't miss an opportunity to live an active, connected lifestyle. Call Leslie, Kelly, or Gretchen today to schedule a tour at 314-993-3333. Tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you and you will receive a special offer
0: by the way you know we've often done our show at the national museum of transportation it has been nominated by usa today as best open air museum
2: how about that i know
0: and if you haven't been there you really do one person who goes there frequently is jay leno <laughs> he collects cars you never know. You might run into him there. But congratulations to the National Museum of Transportation, nominated as Best Open Air Museum by USA Today. And even though we
2: already knew that Ben Fredrickson was a winner, KTRS contributor Ben Fredrickson, um, you are going to have to fill in the official
0: terminology, Connor, uh, Beth- if you don't Missouri mind. Sports Writer of the Year by the National Sports Media Association.
2: Perfect. Perfect. So congratulations to you,
0: Ben Fred. Yeah, that is just great. And your comments, we keep we, we haven't read all of them, but we've gotten so many comments from you all, and they are thoughtful. And we're talking about, I, I was just asking why people like Donald Trump or want to vote for him. We talk about this a lot off the air. Um, somebody was saying that Jill Biden did an interview on CNN about Joe Biden and said she thought he was perfectly healthy and available. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, able to lead the country as president. Somebody else said the Chiefs play start me up when that's when right. they do kickoff. I did not know that. I think
2: a lot of NFL teams do. I believe the Rams did when they were here. I thought they did. Um, the there was another text about somebody who said that they voted for President Trump twice.
0: Are you able to locate that? I'll I'll keep looking. Um, um, from the six one eight, I don't know what else you can call January sixth. They were trying to take over the government, and Donald Trump told them to take back the government. That's an insurrection. Somebody else said the office from the six three six. The office of the presidency is one of administrative function. I trust Joe Biden more than Donald Trump to have competent
2: people. From the 618, ladies, I hate to say this. Yes, it was an insurrection, and as a 64-year-old black man, if the same thing happened with people of color, it would have turned out very differently. And that is that is sort of the follow-up question I think that we have to have with anyone who says that it was not an insurrection or that it was just a riot or anybody who tries to um, diminish what happened on January 6th, ask yourself that question had have had you if you had seen black or brown citizens doing the same thing at on that particular day, would it still be a justifiable fill in the blank in your mind mm-hmm.
0: um, I don't think it would be somehow from the six one eight if it was not an insurrection, Josh Hawley would not have been seen running so fast uh, from the three one four Donald Trump mean guy he will make this country split even more. Somebody else said, I wish that former President Obama would encourage Joe Biden not to run. Uh, Establish some prestigious and necessary council for the preservation of democracy, which Joe could lead. And Obama would also be part of the council, if only. That from the 314. From the 314, let's see how long Donald Trump can keep showing up in courtrooms and still keep stumping political events. Over the next four months, I think he'll run out of gas. He hasn't yet. No and they say he, um, each courtroom appearance just helps him even more and rallies his his supporters.
2: But what there has to be there has to be a common thread that runs through all of his supporters. And I don't think we've identified what that is yet. And maybe he represents different things to to different people. Um so much was made of his stance on NATO and getting um, NATO alliance countries to pay their fair share when it comes to international defense. Um, maybe that's what rings the bell for some
0: people. I, I, I don't know. Can you imagine? I was listening on ABC News this morning. Our podcasts start here. Uh, Donald Trump was in the courtroom yesterday with this Jean Carroll case, and she's the former advice columnist who accused him and sued him of rape, and now they're back in court. So the ju- you've done jury duty, right? You walk in, you sit down. Nobody knew Donald Trump was going to be sitting there. So the, the jurors come in, and they look, and they see former President Donald Trump. Mm. Now, choosing a jury will be difficult. One of the questions they asked was how many people have seen The Apprentice, 10 of the 12, raise their hands. Of course, they ask them about their political preferences. But, I mean, just, it, it would be unusual. Nobody wants to do jury duty. You kind of go there, you wait, wait, wait. You shuffle into the courtroom. You, you take your seat. Yeah. You look at the defendant, and it's Donald Trump. Mm. Take notice.
2: From the 314, if Trump runs again, he will say that the election was stolen Again, um, from this 618, people of color burned down entire cities and nothing happened to them. But that's I think that is a that, that's a separate bit of business. If you had seen people of color attacking the Capitol building, would you still say that they were just defending their rights as
0: citizens? I don't think you would. From the 618 One-Sided News, as always, I would like to ask all of you, What do, how do you get your news and what do you watch? Because is it all one-sided? I sometimes watch the BBC Hour at 6 p.m., thinking it is not as one-sided as our network news is, but I, I don't know.
2: Well, that's because you and I grew up in a world, we grew up in an ancient land where if you were if you were accused of having a bias oh. it was it was the end of a newsroom it was and now you have to have a bias
0: right and in the newsroom it was like check three sources and have your editors check it and if you were accused of a bias equally by people on either side, then you were then doing you know, your okay, job. I did my job right. That's but right. the fact of the matter is, and think about some of the major news stories, including let's just take the flood of 93. Of course, what are the news programs going to show? The Arch, the places that are flooded, because that is the news story. But how many of you got phone calls from relatives saying, are you underwater? No, part of St. Louis is underwater, not all of it. It's a difficult job to show what is news and what you're leaving out just by not pointing the camera there or failing to talk about it.
2: From the, from the 618, I watch a variety of news outlets. The problem is people don't take the time to get facts. And that's the other sad thing. We can't even agree on what a fact is anymore. Um, Justin has texted several times and his text reads as follows. No matter who wins, this great country of ours will still be in debt. And that is probably the truest thing that uh, that, that anybody has shared. Um, from the 314, it was better when we only had three networks.
0: I'm, I'm not sure if I agree with that. I, I don't, even though there are so many different sources now. And the other day I was watching... Something on the weekend that was a talk show that was extremely right of center, just to try to, you know, stay balanced. Mm-hmm. So there are more choices, but it does make it more difficult as a news consumer. Well,
2: you just the, the fact that um, we had Snopes that you had to vet a news story that you just Mm-hmm. read either on your phone or you know whenever snopes uh came into came into the conversation
0: i haven't checked that website for a long time i assume they're still
2: around i just remember thinking this is just bonkers that you have to vet
0: mm-hmm. the news and the, I, as i recall isn't that out of canada a group of canadian journalists but I, i'm not sure i i know it was one i used to go to often
2: From the 618, as an independent, I don't have a problem. And by the way, gold stars for all of you on the Royal Banks of Missouri text line. Jennifer and I and Connor, we marvel at how even-tempered and even-keeled and and respectful you are. And we really, really do appreciate appreciate every text. As an independent, I don't have a problem with regular Republicans. The issue I have is they follow the hatred and the power struggle. Of these Republicans I'm not sure about what that means. Did we read
0: this one about being dragged through the mud? No. Uh, No. Most people who are being dragged through the mud as much as Donald Trump would have left the country. He has the money to buy an island and get away from it all. He won't for one reason and one reason only. He believes in this country and it needs a major change immediately. Think about it. Who else has been put through this much that you can think of. I mean, we're thinking
2: I, that that <laughs> I, I I think you could say that almost about every person who decides to jump into that ring of fire, you know, which is the, to me the political universe. Anybody, um, but yes, he 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 certainly has. But he has he has given as good as he has. Received or or gotten
0: dramatically. Somebody somebody else from the 314, I advise listeners to look up media bias charts, allsides.com. Interesting. Um, Mary Lynn says, big liberal media created Trump derangement syndrome. They divide us. And I, I don't know who big liberal media, I don't know who that means.
2: And I... I would have to respectfully um, just put it out there, Mary Lynn, that I think that Donald Trump himself enjoys throwing throwing gasoline on the fire, inciting, fomenting, you name it. That's that's what he does, because once you have established yourself as the person who's going to say really mean things, yes, yes. Hillary Clinton called Republicans and, and anyone on the right of center a basket of deplorables. President Obama at private campaign fundraisers, talked about how, you know, the, the desperation of people who cling to their Bibles and their guns. Is, is that derogatory? Yes. But Donald Trump takes it the next step. He, he takes it the next step. He gets, he gets personal. And as a 60, almost three year old, I will never be able to reconcile that with the I mean, it, it became it became something you could set your watch to where the victor the day after the election would say that we are all Americans. And I want to be your president. I want to be your president, too. And those are the days that I, I look fondly back on and I'm not sure that we'll ever get there again
0: here's something <laughs> one more reason why we love all of you three one four sorry to change the subject but I have a quick question <laughs> if your fiance breaks off the engagement should she give the ring back is she obligated to Wait, no
2: <laughs> is the is the so the the woman broke off the engagement?
0: Is that correct? That's what it sounds like. Should she give the ring back? Is she obligated I w- to? I would. I think, she, according to etiquette, and we might have to ask Nancy Schnobelin and which is uh, STL polished, I thought she was obligated to give it back.
2: Oh, if you are...
0: If and I'm you, just wondering, is this person driving along we're talking about Donald Trump and Joe Biden and the person and says, like, my wait a second. say, like, can we talk about more important yes. things? Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> we're sorry. We are sorry to drop the ball, <laughs> but we both believe that, yes, I don't know if she's obligated to in terms of legally, but she most assuredly should if she broke off the engagement.
0: That's what I think. Is that what happened on Sex and the City? I'm going. I've watched the series six times. You'd think I would remember. Yeah, I mean because that is kind of a that's that's sort of our. I think it did happen, but we'll ask an expert.
2: <laughs> I can't. I mean that would be that would be adding insult to injury. You're she right. She broke it off. She gives it back. Says somebody
0: from the seven eight five. If he breaks it off, no. If she breaks it off, yes. And the three one four. She is not obligated to give it back. It was a gift. It was not a contract for marriage. I don't know the answer to this. I guess.
1: I mean, I assume it's pretty expensive, right? You're just like taking n- the money. Yeah, right? they are not cheap. I mean, cheap. that kind of weird? They are not cheap.
0: And so many people who buy them have them on like a layaway. Yeah. I don't know if they still I call it a layaway. I guess if
1: you're going to break print. off a, uh, a marriage, you got to take the ring before you tell them. Right? That's the <laughs> engagement ring. The engagement marriage. ring. Yeah, the engagement ring.
2: Yeah, I thought it was sort of a contract.
0: You're entering into a contract. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying, if it came from his family, like his oh. grandmother, give the ring back. Oh, which good would be It seems like the gracious thing to do because if you're breaking off an engagement, somebody's feelings are getting hurt. So why not?
3: Don't Make add it easy to injury, right. right?
0: And give the ring back. We have covered it all here. Thank yes, you all have. for being thank part you, of our thank show. You, thank you, John Carney, Julie Buck. Up next, everyone. Just
1: to have a laugh or sing a song,
0: seems we just get started, and before you know it, comes the time.
1: Cashback is not available.